Hi, I'm Sam Martin. And I'm Amy Hoggart. We're two women writers and lady comedians. And we play the two male hosts, hell-bent on explaining feminism in the Feminism podcast. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to Feminism, the podcast for men, by men, for women. I'm Sam Martin. And I'm Jamie Hoggart. I'm 10 out of 10. I'm single. I'm a feminist now. I'm a man who's looking for a lovely, lovely lady or two, depending on how close you guys are and whether you're willing to have a bit of fun together in Chippenham. And I can make it very much worth your while if you Yay. are anywhere near Hooray! 10 out of 10. Let's go. <laughs> that's, uh, that's brilliant. Uh, so off we go, cracking on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this brand new season ongoing episodes of Femanism. We're so happy to be back in the shed. As you guys would have known, we had a very upsetting slash exciting last episode, which, you know, we won't go into the details now. Suffice to say that we've just all been processing, dealing with it, taking our time and, you know, really, you know, putting self-care at the fore. I know I have. But it's great to be back here with my co-host, Jamie Hoggart, who... I'd say I haven't seen much of recently, but <clears throat> a lot of him showing up today, so that's great. I'm really happy to see him. How are you, mate? Yeah, you know, I'm okay. I'm, uh, for the lots of uh, podcast fans, I've been unfairly accused <clears throat> of stuff I didn't do, would never do. And uh, since then, I've just been waiting, waiting around. And a lot of men waiting with nothing to do when you live on your own and you've got absolutely no way of filling your days would be depressing. For me, it's an opportunity. I have been, you know, working on myself. Um, I paused dating. Um, ah. Paused dating just because uh, I'm going to go out with Juliet. Oh, God. Wow, that's a sudden one. So when did that happen? Well, she's still in a relationship. Um, and, you know, it's not been right for me to, to date anyone I have. Um, so what I'm going to do is just hang around outside her house more, be near where she is, and then when she and her boyfriend break up, odds are I'll be the, literally the first person that she thinks of because I'll literally be the first person she sees because I'll literally be there. Right. You look, ve- you look like you've taken in a lot of nourishment. Honestly, so strong. Yes. I remember because I saw you when um, when I was passing you when I was on my way back from yoga and you were like sitting on the wall at just outside the chippy. Yeah. But the, I remember that because you didn't recognise me when you saw me. No. I have yeah. changed shape, which, you know, happens in a man's life, you know, with cyclical beings. You know, you, you said that. Yeah. Because um, yeah. of all the muscles yeah. everywhere. So, yeah, you know, I have to dress differently now a new style I love your leggings I just say that I absolutely love these I didn't know that was a thing men wearing leggings you look fantastic they're not leggings they're tracksuit bottoms or sweatpants no way yeah so what I do is I buy them in my size and then when my size changes I keep wearing them so so I just fill that space with more leg yeah. it looks like leggings but actually they are sweatpants so, yes, but it, it's good. I mean, I've been changing up my fashion. I am, you know, a very handsome and fashionable man, um, which I love. Usually I've been wearing, you know, a lot of football shirts. At the moment, they are riding up. 
they're quite short, so I've been experimenting with wider belts. Because I don't always want my tummy out on the colder months, so I'm wearing these, you know, tracksuit bottom leggings, flip-flops, and my um, my Leeds United shirt tucked into a cummerbund. You know, I need to wear flip-flops to fit in my shoes. I had to cut myself out a pair of um, wellies at the weekend. And I have to say, you're wearing it so well. But Jamie, he somehow just has it, he just pulls it off. Yeah. I mean, you are not the man who left ITV. No. No, that's really great. Really good to see you looking so well. Really Thanks. good to see you back in the chair. Thanks, mate. And uh, yeah, looking forward to looking forward to a wonderful new season with you. So great to catch up with Jamie. Nice to talk about something I care about. Yeah, no, it's been really good. Um, unfortunately, now I am going to catch you all up on kind of what's been going on with me, I hope you don't mind. Mm. Just to say that um, my lovely wife Kat, she is weeks away from giving birth to twins. And I say, you know, all in all, everything's been fine health-wise. But she has been a little emotional, I have to say. Like she's been not herself recently. And the kind of, you know, the bummer of that is that she's really chosen to focus on what's going on with the house. You know, the product well, of our hard work, Jamie. Yeah, we've renovated her. We did. Jamie and I began renovations mm-hmm. on Kat and my house mm-hmm. roughly a year ago, I'd say. It's not finished. We kind of, we began by taking down the outside wall to make way for an extension. But it didn't make any sense because we we realised that, okay, we've started, you know, we've gone for it, great guns, but we actually don't know the kind of finishes that we want. And we thought mm. it's very important for us to get you know, the light fixtures, mm-hmm. the paint colours, the, you know, the furniture, like all of that stuff picked out first. Yeah. We just really want to get our ducks in a row and work backwards because otherwise, you know, who knows what we'll end up with. Yeah. You know, a room that the sofa like doesn't fit in or something. Oh, like. no, no, it's no. just insane. Don't yeah. wash it. So we did that and I think, you know, that was good practice. We gave ourselves some time. Um, Kat mm, is not so, quite so keen on this method. She says that we can't have this open, airy living space with no wall that opens out into the back garden. You know, she doesn't like, the, you know, the rain and, and the sort of wires that are hanging down and things like that because it's, little bunny doing the little quotation marks, here, dangerous. Well, she doesn't like camping. It is a tent. Yeah, yeah. No, she does. you're right, you're right. Yeah. But lots of other people do. Yes. So that's what we're up against at the moment. So anyway, I'm giving, you know, like, I am giving her a lot of leeway. I'm saying, fine, cat, and, like, I know this is a tough time for you. Yeah. It's a few weeks until she gives birth. So anyway, it's an impasse. We've agreed to disagree for now. We're at a slight impasse with it. What has happened is Kat has asked, well, she's Kat is insisting that she and I should go for counselling for whatever reason. She literally wants to throw all her money away on, like, this counsellor. So she's found this counsellor online. And, like, like, we're talking about £100 a week or something. No, that's too much. And, like, I was like... Well, you know, my thing is short courses. Like, I've taken a lot of short courses in my time because, like, I didn't finish university for reasons that, like, I could go into. Like, basically, I was... Like, I started uni... Like, everyone else yeah. went along like a normal student. But you've got to finish. Yeah, but, you know, like, I was sabotaged. So this is, you know, this the story behind this. And it's quite, it's quite a shocking tale, actually. I, I went to uni, went to the uni, went to the course, not important. I got put in with quite a lot of, let's call them rugby lads in halls. They're the best. 
Uh, they're so well, funny, rugby lads. If you want to laugh. Are they though? Yeah, if are you want to laugh. That's the thing. Well, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe some of them, but these lot, they just, well, like, I, they funny? like, they're just constant, constant, like, pooing in my bed. <laughs> yeah. No, and pooing <gasps> in my textbook. Oh, mate, that's hilarious. I, I, I had a nervous breakdown. Oh, that's good. That's very funny. And I had to, I thought about leaving and then I thought, no, like I'm not giving them the satisfaction of driving me out of college. So I moved in with my girlfriend. Oh no. You know, we've been together three weeks or something. Mate, that's even more embarrassing. So that was, you know, lovely, like really good to be in the house with the ladies. But then she sort of became, you know, a bit distant. We started having lots of fights and I didn't want to go out. She wanted to go out and like... I needed to sleep and they kept coming in late and like all this stuff and it just got, you know, it was, it was, it was annoying for me. But the thing was, I didn't want to, I didn't then want to go because like our relationship felt so fragile at that stage. I was just like, if I go, I know that we're just going to break up. So I stayed, I stayed with them. So that's, I just did that for a year. And then I think you never guess what happened. Like honestly, never in a million years. And like one day I came home, oh, she's quit uni. Oh, she's gone. She just quit. So then I'm homeless because our housemates are like, you can't stay here. We're renting your room to another student. So I had to go. So then I did drop out. She massively screwed me over. Can I just make a point, just because you were talking for ages, I just think that you have issues about uni. You've got to finish uni, mate. No, I didn't. I didn't. I became the king of short courses. I was like, right, fine, I haven't got a degree, but I'm going to do enough short courses that are eventually going to add up to the a degree level qualification. Is that possible? You can. I mean, do, you just have to get the certificate. That's the thing. So, you know, in the, in the dining room where Kat's got her law degree, and above it, there's like a printout oh, certificate. Yeah. That's my aromatherapy for horses. That's... That's my oh. qualification for that. Like, and I have more, yes, Kat's got her law degree, but I have more certificates because I've done more things. So I'm actually like a much better, like well-rounded human being because I've done all, all these things. But anyway, instead of like paying this counsellor £100 a week to, you know, yeah. do whatever, I've said to Kat, I put my foot down, I'm saying, no, I'll take the course, I'll become a counsellor. Oh, and then why? that's something we've got in the bag so that any time that we do need this skill, here it is, I've got it, I can counsel us. And oh. we have to shell out for some other person to do it. Will you get Kat to pay you? Maybe, actually, yeah. And you get another certificate for the war? Yeah. Sounds like a win-win. That is absolutely a win-win. And I think it's high time that I retrain as a counsellor. So everybody, welcome back to this segment of the podcast. Today we're going to be talking about hobbies. Classically, uh, something we tend to talk about men having, you know, very kind of in a patriarchal way, the man will go to the golf course or mm, I love to golf. the strip club. That's so fun, you know, yeah. Oh, you like golf? And strip clubs, yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's um, both very expensive hobbies, I'd imagine. I'm... Quite a high earner. Well, I'm not working, but when I'm working again, I'm a high earner, so. Okay, so Jamie does have his hobbies. Obviously, there's the football. So Jamie supports every single football team in Britain. Yes. And that does take up quite a lot of his time. Plus, we've got, you know, he does like to catch up on content. Yes, yes. Spends a lot of time viewing content. Yeah. Predominantly adult. 
adult content. And how long can that keep you going for? I mean, like, how long can one... Because I, I, I tend to get saturated with that very quickly. With adult um, content? Yeah, they're the kind of, you know, five minutes and then, mm. then the shame spiral begins. I don't have a max with adult content. I can go my, you know, I can do a marathon, pornographic marathon. Uh, but what we're trying to tackle today is Joey did confide in me that now he's no longer commuting, or he's not commuting currently, there's a 40 to 45 minute window of his day where he's unoccupied and unsure of what to do. Well, that's on top of also not working, which is another chunk of eight hours. Yeah. So we have got a bit, we've got a bit of time to play with. Um, yeah. And I'm sure, you know, the, the listeners would love to jump in with some suggestions of what Jamie could replace um, his commute with. I mean, he's already, he's already f- like catching up. He's got enough content to get through. So we can park that for now. Mm. What we're looking for... Um, so what's the criteria? We're looking for some fresh air. We're looking for... De- it has to be feminist. It has to be feminist I'm as a hobby. It has yes. to be feminist. I mean, not necessarily as well. Oh, but I think we can do that. I'm pretty confident we can get you a hobby okay. that is just as interesting as pornography, but absolutely 100% feminist. I'm very confident we can do that. So let's let's have a little brainstorm. Just to start us off, I had suggested to Jamie that he might want to join me in a game of Warhammer, as we know, something that I'm quite interested in, and I believe is a very feminist hobby. Yeah, but it does look shit. That's my only criticism. Well, I've seen you moving your little monsters around, and I've always thought, oh, that is awful, that looks boring, that looks crap. So that's where my hesitation comes in. Well, I think that comes from overstimulation, if I'm honest. Really? Because if you've been watching pornography all day, yeah. seeing, you know, a strategy board game laid out, it's not going to be something that really gets that dopamine hit going for you yet. So what I would urge you to do is let me show you how fun it can be. And honestly, it's so fun. It's honestly the most fun that anyone can have with their clothes on. But you said, you mainly said boring things are fun. So I don't know if I trust your judgment. I think we're just, what we're going to have to do, Jamie, is you are coming from a world of overstimulation. You've got your London, you've got your tube, you've got your porn. Yeah. And I, I don't mean to, I don't mean to lay it on too thick, mate, but you, you are in, you're in Chippenham now. And here, I guess, you know, Chippenham, it's a, it's a different pace of life and it's about acceptance to life now. But, you know, we could get you set up with some Warhammer. I can give you a few figurines to paint. You can have all the butchers ones if you want, because to be honest, like, I love I love painting my female armies. I'm very happy to keep the feminist side of it alive and well. And you and I can, you know, get a pizza and go to town on a on a board one night. Plus there's a lot of fumes, you know, like if you if you're doing it oh, right, no. there's enough kind of chemicals wafting around here and there. And to be honest with you, by the time I'm two, three hours in, it's really taken the edge off. That actually does not sound that bad. But I could come in and just breathe and watch my vids and don't really need to do any painting. Yeah, also true. And I mean, to be honest, it has the same effect because, you know, it keeps us off the streets, doesn't it? And I mean, its reputation precedes it. So it's not like, you know, the women are going to come flocking. So the women are less attracted to you if you do Warhammer? Correct. Okay. I'm not 100% sure I'm ready for that. Do you feel like you, sometimes when I'm like, um, 
you know, on my own, I've been on my own, say, for like a day or a week or more. Um, I do wonder about buying some sort of female companion. I'm not quite at the, I, you know, I don't really like inflatables after I had a pool accident as a child, so I have to be a bit careful. But I'm wondering if a figurine, you know, the right figurine painted the right shapes and, well, you know... I think you get you're circling it, mate. You're getting very close. What I would say to you is, I, I've always wanted to invest in a three D printer, but I'm about halfway there. If you wanted to pitch in for the other half, I mean, we could go. I mean, both of us can go to town. I can I can just keep printing my miniatures, but we can we could really set up a lab and really workshop, you know, the kind of companion figurine of your dreams. Oh, really? Something special that we could do together as well. And so there aren't any. Um, lady Warhammer figurines knocking about that might keep a chap. Just take a look no, at the cupboard. Like, no, I'll show really? you. Let's go through. Yeah, of course. Mate, I'm happy for you to... But please, you have to hold them by the base. That is the only... That is the number one rule. That sounds actually all right, mate. And if it's, you know, to do with the lady's base, it is feminist it's to do with women. Well, exactly. So, yeah, sure. Take one for your companion fall in love just please please hold it by the base um so one thing that i did do for the pod is push out on twitter you know send me photos of your great wives you know if you're such a feminist um and this you know i'm a tv producer so this is me using my tv brain but we have got a nice collection now of these great feminist male listeners have sent in pictures of their lovely, lovely, you know, lovely-looking wives. And it's time for me to critique them. This is amazing. This is amazing, Jamie. Thank you so much. Should we just call this segment Listeners' Wives? Yes, Listeners' Wives. Yeah. Yes. Wonderful. So I've got a little collection, downloaded all the photos onto my phone. I didn't put them in the bank, just in case anyone thinks I'm creepy. There is, like, I do have a, an album, The Bank, the bank, as the, in like where you, for Mandel Wank Bank. Oh, well, I just thought, yeah, but they're not in the album. But that's not that's not a judgment on any of them. That's what I'd like to say. No, sure yes, and say, I can yeah. move some into the album. In the moment, they're in an album, Mother Men's Wives. Gotcha. What a great segment. Yes, what a lovely way to honour all of the gals. Um, this first one here is of Mel. And oh. that was sent in by her husband, Henry. Mel's a school teacher, so she's in front of her class. I will say that the class are very lucky. So you know, lucky. But the thing with Mel is she is wearing loose-fitting clothes, and sometimes <laughs> women will wear loose-fitting clothes because they don't want to be looked at. My experience, they want you to really stretch your imagination to figure out what's underneath. And, you know, I do think that Mel is so conservatively dressed. She's asking you to picture her in naughty, naughty underwear. She's inviting the male imagination. There's so much invitation in that picture. That's the thing, isn't it? It's just... 
I love that about Mel. Like, it's she's really mm. owning her sexuality in this picture. Yeah. That's what I'd say. You've got to take half of that. It's a sexually liberated woman. That really it. is. And she's it. teaching it to children, essentially. It yeah. looks like geography, but it's sexual confidence. And um, I do approve. All right, who else we got? Now we've got Fiona. Her husband, Jamal, sent this in. How would you describe her? Oh, uh, it's hard to tell because she's wearing a white coat. Yeah, like she's sort of blanked herself out there. Oh, she's some sort of scientist or so, so maybe an assistant or something like that. I don't know. She's not wearing glasses, so it's very confusing. Yes, she's probably a scientist assistant. Yeah, there is no way of knowing. I've got to say, she's not my favourite woman. She's a bit arrogant. So I do think that Fiona could be taken down a peg or two. Yeah, so this isn't my favourite photo. I'm I'm not even going to keep it in the album. I'm going to delete it. So, yes, this photo um, I shouldn't be commenting on. One of the listeners is quite young. He's only 18, and this is his 17-year-old girlfriend. Um, wow. Yeah. yeah, we said what? We said wives. Um, and I, um, I can't comment on whether she's just so gorgeous. It's not my place to say, you know, this is a really, 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 really attractive, fresh woman. Um, you know, she's basically my niece's age. So to that, I'd say, cheers, mate. And you're such a feminist for sending me that photo of your, of your 17-year-old girlfriend in a bikini. That's a really strong move. Yeah, did you have anything, imagine. there's nothing about that, about why she... You know, I can't see anything about her achievements or anything like that in that picture. Is this just maybe that came with the accompanying text or whatever? The, the achievements are visual. So, uh, gotcha. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. You can't, you know, like we say, like, we're not all academic, but we yes. all have our strengths. Oh, what a lovely oh, section. a great segment. Yeah, Absolutely really good. great. Really happy to have you back on form and with your, you know, production prowess. Jamie, thank you. Yeah, and well done to the gals out there. There's some really nice snaps. Really well done. Keep them coming. <laughs> I don't mind. Send them to me, yeah. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Okay, guys. Thanks for listening, everyone. That's enough from me and Sam, definitely. That was an absolutely fantastic episode and we decided to give it 10 out of 10. Yeah, and um, come back and join us next week. We'll be aiming for 11. Obviously, always uh, trying to do better. And largely succeeding so see you next time thanks for listening to Femanism we're now available on Patreon so if you'd like to support the cause and receive bonus content please head to Patreon and sign up to Femanism and that's spelled F-E-M-A-N-I-S-M we just put the word man in the middle of feminism Femanism is a Podmonkey original written and performed by Sam Martin and me Amy Hoggart 